welcome to 31 Days of Terror, day number four. And I have two spooky stories for you today. And story number one comes from Sophia. And Sophia also sent in a story on mini episode 122. This story takes place after we moved out of the house where the Jaeger Beast story took place. This house was not haunted, but we did have awful neighbours. This house wasn't very far from a park that was a short walk or bike ride away. One day, me, my dad and our dog Daisy were heading to this park. I was riding my bike and my dad was walking Daisy. Now, I don't know how old this park is, but I do know there are coke ovens there that according to a quick Google search were built in 1884. And I know that in the town in general, there was an old railroad or the Rio Grande Trail, which used to be a railway to my knowledge. For context, when you walked out the front door of this house, there were two sets of stairs and we kept my bike at the top. So after getting it down from the stairs, we started heading towards the park. Obviously, I was ahead of my dad and Daisy because I was on a bike and therefore faster. To get to this park, you passed by a community pool, and just before that, there was a stretch of sidewalk that passed behind some building that I don't remember the purpose of. I think it was a school, I don't remember, but I know there was a shed behind it, likely used for irrigation or something, and after that the sidewalk turned upward, where you would then pass the pool. I had stopped just before the turn to wait for my dad and Daisy to catch up. It wasn't dusk, but it wasn't that early in the day either. I was waiting by that shed thing and I couldn't help this feeling that I was being watched. I just tried ignoring it, thinking there might be a security camera somewhere or whatever. They soon caught up and I rode off and they kept walking, but I still felt watched. I just kept ignoring it though. Eventually we reached the park. I went to play at the playground, but still couldn't shake that odd feeling. I got on the swing and swung for a bit. Now, something you should know is that a lot of women in my family have a sort of psychic sense, including me. And looking back now, knowing this, some of these events make a bit more sense. I jumped off the swing and went to do other things, but I then heard weird voices, ones that didn't quite sound fully real, and it began to freak me out. I got really freaked out when from the direction of the coke ovens, a train came along the tracks and pulled its whistle and everything. And it was loud. Trust me, we live by a real functioning railway now and it is loud from where we live. And that's at least two or three blocks away. This was loud and startling. And just like that, it was gone. It vanished just as fast as it was there. No trace of it left behind. I was shocked and scared and told my dad I wanted to head home. It was getting dark anyway, but I wanted to leave now. We got ready to go and started heading home. I still felt watched. I was freaking out. And then we reached a certain point near the pool and I just pedaled and pedaled. And I don't know why, but I pedaled as fast as I could to get to the house and I started crying. I finally made it to the house in tears and left my bike and helmet in the grass. I headed inside and talked to my mom. Eventually my dad and Daisy made it back and my dad put my bike away. I was really shaken and cried. 
I then distinctly remember asking my dad if I could watch YouTube videos on his phone and watched a bunch of stuff about fairies and a video about a paranormal experience a YouTuber I watched at the time had to make myself feel better about the whole thing. I still remember this so distinctly and it was so simple but so terrifying. I remember my mom talked about us looking into whether there were train tracks or a railway of some kind by or through that park but we never did. I always find it so mind-blowing that people as young as Sophia listen to the podcast. I don't know why that's so mind-blowing to me. I just don't think about young people like listening to podcasts. And I love having young people that listen to the podcast. So thank you, Sophia, for sending in your stories again. You are a wealth of paranormal stories for sure. So firstly, I had to look up what Coke ovens were because I had absolutely no idea. And apparently they're just big old, big old ovens that were used in the construction of steel, which made me think that it would make sense that there would be a railroad in that particular part of the town, in that area near the Coke ovens. Because if there was a steel production factory, then they would need something to transport the steel and steel was often transported by train. Why there is phantom trains, I really don't know, but it's a surprisingly common thing. Just like we have phantom boats, you know, you have ghost ships that people see all over the world, whether it's a 10-year anniversary or whether these ghost ships appear before a disaster or before a storm or during a storm, whatever it is. People often talk about ghost trains too and seeing ghost trains and more often than not hearing ghost trains, hearing that old-timey whistle of a steam train and hearing the like trundle of a train along a track but then you know not being able to see it or if they do see it it disappears and I don't really know what that means to be really honest I don't know why why it happens or why we see these trains is it that it was repeated so many times it almost becomes a part of the fabric of time and then repeats throughout time I don't I don't know I really don't know but what I would like to say is uh props to you for cycling away and leaving your dad behind (laughs) it's like sorry dad you can deal with the ghosts on your own i am out of here and story number two comes from chloe i lost my granddad back in 2005 to cancer i was only 13 when he passed and having no dad around he was like a dad to me he regularly took me and my brother out on a saturday with my nan when we were young We loved it. He would take us to places like the garden centre to look at the fish. Anyway, I digress. A couple of months after my granddad passed, I had a dream about him, which was very realistic. I could see him clearly in my dream, just as I always remembered him, happy and smiling. I was begging him in my dream to come back. He just kept saying he couldn't and that he was really sorry. I woke up and I was crying. I thought nothing of it, I thought it was just a dream. My nan, not long after, got some psychics in that she knew for years and knew my family well. This psychic picked up on my dream, bearing in mind I hadn't told anyone about the dream so it was crazy that she knew. She told me that I had visited my granddad in the spirit world and asked me if I woke up crying. I told her that I did and she said that was because my spirit had passed to the spirit world And when my spirit went back into my body, it made me cry. My nan was dying and she was very poorly in hospital. She only went in for a routine operation because she had breast cancer, but she refused to eat and drink while there and unfortunately passed away in 2015 due to renal failure. 
The night before she passed, I went to bed as normal, and once asleep, I had a dream about my nan. In my dream, she was sitting up in her hospital bed, full of life and smiling. She looked so beautiful. I told her that she looked amazing, and she smiled and said that it was her time to go, so she had come to say goodbye. I had tears in my eyes and I asked her not to go. I told her she couldn't leave, that she had great-grandchildren who loved her and needed her there. She just apologised and said, I've got to go, I'm sorry. I woke up and sat up in bed crying. Five minutes later, I had a call off my uncle, which I thought was strange because it was 8am. He said that he was on his way to pick me up, that my nan had passed away at six o'clock that morning. I got up, got dressed and went to see her in the hospital. I forgot about my dream until later on in the week after she had passed. I mentioned it to my mom, who thought it was crazy. I would just like to add to this little bit that on the day of her funeral, I was standing outside her house when the car with her coffin came up the street. I felt a cold shiver at the top of my arm, which I immediately knew was my nan. She always rubbed the top of my arm whenever she was standing next to me in her house. It felt exactly like that, so I knew it was her comforting me. Recently, I lost my ex-partner, who is the father to three of my four children. He had a horrific motorbike accident where he died on the side of the road. Someone passing by gave him CPR until the ambulance got there. They continued to give him CPR for 45 minutes and finally got his heartbeat back. His accident was on Sunday the 24th of April. He was on life support until Friday the 29th of April. The hospital said there was nothing they could do and he had been brain dead since the Sunday, so he had been gone since the Sunday. What was really strange was that on the Sunday night I'd gone to bed and cried myself to sleep about what had happened. I dreamt that two tall male shadows were walking off into the distance together but I couldn't see who it was. I shot up in my bed thinking what the heck. It wasn't until I found out that he'd been brain dead on the Sunday that I realised that it was him. He was walking off with his dad who passed just two years ago. I thought it was him because him and his dad were around the same height and these two tall male shadows were around the same height too. It must have been the only way he could say goodbye considering his body was still being kept alive by the machines. It really does sound like Chloe though. Whether you like it or not, you've got some sort of dream connection to when people are dying or going to die. You know, like there are three very different people in your life at three very different times. And I know that people have visitation dreams regularly. So somebody might have a visitation dream about somebody in their life or maybe it'll happen a couple of times. But you've had three visitation dreams about three different people. The only thing I can say is that I'm glad they were positive visitation dreams in that the people in them. So your grandfather, your grandmother and your ex-partner seemed to be happy and content in those visitation dreams. So that's at least something to hold on to. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Sophia and Chloe for sending in your stories. If you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for extra content, you can sign up to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content and also every single main and mini episode completely ad free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow.